Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's Audio Musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad you're here. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi, and I hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone and not those of my employer or denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few moments, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. Let's jump right into this week's post. The title of this week's post is Learning to Receive, and it is the second musing in a three-week series on what I learned about Sabbath and rest from teaching at a retreat on Sabbath and rest. A Day Away was hosted by the Senatobia District of the United Methodist Church here in Mississippi, and it occurred on April 22nd and 23rd at St. Columba Episcopal Retreat Center outside of Memphis, Tennessee. And in this brief series, I'll be sharing some of the content shared at those three worship services, combined with reflection since coming home. Our text from that weekend was John chapter 4, verses 3 through 29. And at this second session, we received from Jesus at the well. When I took creative writing classes in high school and college, I was surprised by all of the short stories we read that seemed to have no, quote, resolution. Until then, I had watched movies and read books where everything came together at the end. There was a sense of completion, a happily ever after, or acceptance of circumstances. Fiction teachers encouraged us students to resist generic, unrealistic conclusions and instead to leave the ending a bit more open. This drove me crazy at times, but I tried it anyway. And this was very likely how God was also preparing me for the vocation of pastoral ministry, where more work days conclude with open-endedness than closure. I've carried that lesson from fiction writing into sermon preparation by not always writing the ending before Sunday morning, and simply waiting to see what the Spirit brings in the preaching moment. It sometimes still makes me nervous, and other times it puts me at greater ease. When I was preparing the three meditations for this retreat, I longed for all of the talking points and the illustrations to be completed and in some sort of order before I left town, and for the most part they were, except for the second session, Receiving at the Well. In the message translation of John's Gospel, chapter 4, verse 11, we hear, The woman said, Sir, do you, you don't even have a bucket to draw with, and this well is deep. How are you going to get this living water? After arriving on Friday evening at the retreat, and after moving into conversation with God's people, everything that had felt undone began to come together. Recording artist and worship leader Don Moen has often said that worship is not a monologue where we tell God everything. It is a dialogue where we wait to hear his response also. The same is true of prayer and all the forms that it takes. Our unnamed sister at the well knew that dialogue with God made flesh before her would lead her to the living water. How difficult waiting can be, though. Silent prayer challenges many of us who long for activity. And when when will we learn that tears, in their own way, are a prayer poured out to God without words? It is so easy for us to pull out of a place of prayer when we feel vulnerable. Silence and tears are two types of prayer where we so often draw back when God is beckoning us to draw closer, to stay, and to wait, and to hear his response. What would have happened if the woman in John's gospel at the well had not stayed to hear Jesus' response? 
and she decided not to engage in further conversation with him. Well, we never would have heard the following, which is verses 21 and 22 of the same chapter. Believe me, woman, there is a time coming when you Samaritans will worship the Father, neither here at this mountain nor there in Jerusalem. You worship guessing in the dark. We Jews worship in the clear light of day. God's way of salvation is made available through the Jews. But the time is coming, it has in fact come, when what you're called will not matter and where you go to worship will not matter. In order to receive the living water, we have to come with our incompleteness and wait and be still. It is in prayer that we learn not only how to speak to God, but also how to receive from him. Where, where we pray does not matter. The one to whom we pray matters. The following song that's offered as this week's reflection or musical selection uh, is meant to be listened to during a time of contemplation. It was one that we heard during a time of contemplation at the retreat, and it concluded the second worship service. I hope you will set aside some time to be still with it and to receive what God might speak to you. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read this and other musings, learn about Christian yoga, and find resources on grief and hope, and much more, visit my website, DarianDuckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, along with the song selection to accompany the musing. The song that I referenced at the end of the musing is Be Still by Stephen Curtis Chapman. This song was written many years ago, um, and Stephen Curtis Chapman has a beautiful acoustic recording of it at Gaither Music Studios. Um, That is the one that I selected for this week. You can find it in the original written musing on my website. And speaking of music, a special thanks to Julius H. at Pixabay for the lovely music we are able to use on the podcast. You can listen to his original compositions at the link in the show notes. I look forward to visiting with you again next week, and until then, all good things to each of you.